Hello, I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Katie Sewell. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. And I am on the street in San Francisco. I'm in the neighborhood of Noe Valley on 24th Street, which is sort of the heart. It's a windy day. If you've never heard the show before, this is a mini episode. The longer episodes come out every Monday. And I invite you to explore, go back through, dig through the archives. Lots of fun things have happened, lots of emotional things, a lot of contemplation about life. So don't start here, start back there somewhere. Now on episode 250, Spouse, our guest was Beth M. Howard, the author of Housefrau Honeymoon. She moved abroad as a trailing spouse her husband got a job in Germany and was in fact a German, but try as she might, she just couldn't quite acclimate to the culture of Germany where she was living. Never really liked it, tried really hard. And so today, on this windy day in this beautiful downtown gray San Francisco, I'm going to attempt to get people on the street to answer a follow-up question. Now, those of you in the radio business know that getting Vox Pops, as they're called, the voice of the people, is often the most intimidating kind of radio to get and that's why we often start our interns with that. (laughs) I'm going to have to also try to get out of the wind so apologies for the occasional wind burst. Also if you haven't heard our super secret truth or dare episode that's the episode you can get by donating $50 to the show or becoming a regular donor to the show by visiting our website thebittersweetlife.net and clicking the donate button On that secret truth or dare episode, I attempt to get a stranger on the street to eat a bowl of ice cream, which is arguably harder than what I'm about to do. But there's still an amount of dread anytime you're walking up to strangers. So the question of the week is, have you ever lived anywhere where, try as you might, you just couldn't come to like it? Yeah, I have. (laughs) Where was that? I moved to Portland, and it's a great city, but I just didn't know the culture, and I missed the Bay Area too much. Is there anything about Portland in particular that just didn't sit right with you? Uh, The really hot uh, summers and the muddy winters. And what about the people? Oh, the people are great. I just didn't know anyone. So it was hard to connect and call someone up who needed some help with something. What took you there? Just an experiment? Sort of, yeah. I've always loved it, but when you move somewhere, it's much different from being somewhere. You can be somewhere and really love it, but moving there is a whole different reality, you know. But you don't realize that until you move. How long did you give it? Uh, about nine months. And how did you decide it was time to toss in the towel? I just knew. It's, it's like anything else. You just, you're kind of miserable, you know, and you'd rather be miserable where you're going to be a little less miserable. I lived in Edison in New Jersey. Uh, We had moved when I was in third grade from New Brunswick to Edison. And Edison just didn't grow on me. (laughs) How long were you there? Um, I was there for, I was 10 years old, about 10 years. Wow, so in 10 years you just never felt like it was the right place. Could you put your finger on what it was when you were a kid that you didn't like about it? It was hard to move, and I realized many years later, my sister explained to me that we actually were in my grandfather's house for a long time. I didn't realize how long, so I basically missed most of third grade. So it was really hard to settle in and meet friends at the end of the school year. When I was 21, I 
packed up my car and decided I was going to college somewhere else and that's what I did. And just started driving? <laughs> <laughs> I researched out the schools I wanted to go to so it was between Madison and San Francisco. And you ended up here. Yes. And how do you feel about San Francisco? Oh, I love San Francisco. When I was growing up in Edison, one thing that bothered me is that it was no diversity at all. I like the city and having people from all walks of life. Okay, question of the week is, have you ever lived anywhere where, try as you might, you just couldn't come to like it very much? No, I've loved everywhere I lived. Where have you lived? Santa Clara, Palo Alto, San Francisco. And which is the best? San Francisco. And why is that? Because if you're a single gay man, you want to live in San Francisco. That's true. Or you could live in Palm Springs. You're too hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Have you ever uh, considered like moving overseas, or is there any way that you would ever... I, you know, when I was younger, I would have, but I feel so uncomfortable traveling these days with this administration. I feel like an ugly American. I'd rather just stay here in our problems and not spread it around. <laughs> That's good. I like that tell you exactly where it was too but you know it, it's a sweet town for someone that wasn't born in California I was married and my ex took a job as a professor at Idaho State University in Pocatello Idaho which does have the good point of it has lots of rainbows but it has the bad point that when I was there it was 36 below for an entire month I could never adjust to that kind of weather. I went out in my Lance nightgown, my boots, and an axe, chopping wood to put into the stove where I would heat up the bottom of the house so I could paint. I'm a painter. And I remember the last time I did, one of the last times I said, I was not made for this. I cannot do this. I cannot shovel snow. It just was too much for me. But I wish them all well in Idaho. So what happened? Did you get your husband to take a different job? No, I, uh, no I, he finally did, but what I did, I left him. But the thing is, <laughs> but I took off on a ice runway, flew to California, went to Nepenthes and sat outside and said, I'm going to call every person I know in California until I get a job to come back. <laughs> wow. wow. I did that in December, sitting outside. I was the only one sitting out on that upper deck. But it was so great, I couldn't believe it. I just said, that's it, I am coming back. It took me a year, but I got back. That's great. Well, so was the decision to leave the husband because of the location, or was it more than Any that? Any man who would choose to move his family to Pocatello, Idaho, knowing darn well that they wouldn't be happy there, doesn't deserve my loyalty. <laughs> He's fine. I'm fine. We're both better off for it. I'm glad you made it to California. <laughs> Me too. I love it here. I'm staying in San Francisco. I'm going to leave feet first. That's the only way they're going to get me out of here. That's it for this week's bittersweet moment. I'm going to walk home because everybody keeps saying that it's looking like rain. And as a transplant to San Francisco, I'm going to trust their judgment on this. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you have a story about a place that you tried so hard to like but just couldn't quite get there, and had to move, I want to hear it. Send us an email at bittersweetlife at mail.com. That's bittersweetlife at M-A-I-L dot com. And remember, if you want to hear the super secret truth or dare episode, the one that only certain people got to hear because they donated to the show either monthly or a $50 one-time donation or because they wrote about the show and let us know about it, you can join that crew and hear me try to get a stranger 
on the street to eat a random bowl of ice cream. And let me tell you, uh, I was like a plague to people on the streets of Seattle while I was trying to do this. Fun to listen in on. Get access to that by donating at thebittersweetlife.net and clicking the donation button. Talk to you next week. I'm Katie Sewell. We welcome your questions and your feedback. Reach the show by emailing bittersweetlife at mail.com. That's bittersweetlife at mail.com.